0: okay good morning everyone so <clears throat> due to people not being here we're gonna we're gonna learn other topics today if someone has any questions whatever it is i could say i don't know but feel free to chime in as usual so i'll start with Kashra's so we'll see where we get to just a introduction to to this on one hand many of us you know live out of town so we, we don't appreciate how we, do appre- we should appreciate how sensitive we are to Kashrus. There was a family from here who was, that was in, um, I think it was Muncie, a few years ago, and they went to this, one of these supermarkets, we'll call it Rockland Kosher or Evergreen, and they picked up some sushi, and they're looking at the sushi, and there's no hashkacha on it. It just said Godzilla roll or California roll or something like that, and they asked the parents, oh, can we eat this? It uh, doesn't have hashkacha on it. And of course, the entire store is under hashkacha, but the sensitivity of actually looking to make sure it's kosher before you eat it. It was kosher. It was kosher. <laughs> There's no ashkacha on the actual sticker, but technically it was under the supervision of whatever, some babad. But anyways, yeah. when, when people live in, in uh, when people are accustomed to just eating without looking for ashkacha, you end up making mistakes and they assume every, everything is kosher. And I'll just give you an example, this this has come up recently in many yeshivas on the East Coast where you have a local, you have a yeshiva, and it's a local Dunkin' Donuts nearby. And Dunkin' Donuts under Ashkocha, vahad of the five towns, vahad of something, right? Okay? Good Ashkocha on the Dunkin' Donuts. But they do Uber Eats. They do Uber Eats on the, on the Dunkin' Donuts, and they know that the kosher Dunkin' Donuts has vegetarian, what's it called, uh, ham sandwich. So the ham sandwich is vegetarian, it's, it's kosher. It's an OU on it. They order a ham sandwich, but Uber Eats has the right to send, send to you from a different uh, location. Mad, I, don't know, a, I don't know. I don't like. You could click on it. If they don't have it, they could substitute it from somewhere else. And you, it's very possible when you're ordering, especially when you have five Dunkin' Donuts within, within a few miles, I think it was within a few miles, and um, click, and you might be any trade. So, so I only ordered Dunkin' Donuts in Baltimore. Yeah. There's, there's three in, in one mile, and one tour coach or one is that. It, when it came it was sealed the, whole, the bag was right so the star came make sure they seal it or something uh, okay. yeah. she dropped it and then she was worried the coffee filled out but she, she'd open it so like yeah so I think the star came make sure they steal, seal it maybe other hashgachas do yeah, as I'll well yeah. so some of the hashgachas are putting out letters that w- we're, only, we're only certifying it in the store we're not, we're not we, we, how are we taking Nech on Uber Eats when there's a tray from a few blocks away there's no way of uh, knowing where it came from now, when it comes to the cold beverages and Dunkin' Donuts in general, on the recording, I'm gonna say they're all kosher. When a person does, when, you're, when you are purchasing something from a Dunkin' Donuts, when there is no hashgacha on the store, it's better to double check just to make sure. But keep in mind that the way Dunkin' Donuts works is that it's, it's all corporate ingredients. So when you, let you open, you decide I'm going into business, I'm gonna open a Dunkin' Donuts in the middle of uh, North Dakota, okay? So you have two options. You could go with the kosher model, which they call vegetarian model, or you could go with the regular standard traditional model. What's the difference? The difference will be, from an ingredient standpoint, the ham sandwiches, that's really it. That's the only difference is the, the ham sandwich, maybe another item that has bacon in it. So either you're, getting, you're ordering the kosher or the non-kosher. Now, besides that, when you have a kosher um, program, all the other ingredients must come with hashkach on. You're going to have a mashkiach checking to make sure the cheese is, is OUD on the cheese sandwiches. But basically, the ingredients are the same. Are you obligated to keep the name ham sandwich? It will say vegetarian on the kosher one. It will say vegetarian. It will say ham sandwich, and in small letters, it will say vegetarian. So now, I would, I'm not telling anyone to, anything that's food, a food item can't eat in a, in a Dunkin' Donuts that doesn't have hashkach on it. But the beverages, let's say a refresher, or your, the coffee, iced coffee, or any of these, those drinks, they are all coming from corporate. There is no substitute that they have that's non-kosher. However, it's best to, better to check. So if you already made it, you can drink it. You can rely on raw even chazakas, but if you're asking for a double shot of mocha syrup, you should just check, and it should have an OU or a Hufkei on it, and that's the best to do it. Now, I'll point that once you're talking about refreshers, A refresher in Starbucks. We've spoken about this in the past. Refreshers, it looks like the same drink. The refreshers in Starbucks contain white grape juice concentrate. And you should know in general, whenever you see the words white grape juice concentrate or Concord grape or grape juice concentrate on an ingredient panel, you should be concerned that this product, this item is not kosher. Now, sometimes it is kosher. The company, I'll give you an example, Pepsi. Pepsi officially only uses kosher grape juice in their ingredients not just officially they do they, they they when they source ingredients they are one of the biggest purchasers of kosher grape juice in you know in the world oh. and every single mountain dew kickstart contains kosher grape juice now the problem is is that grape juice is a it's, it's more expensive to get kosher grape juice and if they would run out who's to say that they would only use kosher so also not an issue with them handling that. No, so is once it's made into a concentrate, it's already mavushal, so to say. So, so any handling later on would not make it stamina, would not make right? grape juice has the same status as wine. Wine that was made by a nachri before you, they pasteurized it. It wasn't mevushal yet. Halachas, if a, a nachri touches maga or he makes the wine, one cannot consume it. So as long as it was pasteurized first, before the nachri touches it, or under mashkiach, which they do in Argentina and in, in, in Washington State, so you have kosher grape juice concentrate. So now, the reason why I would tell someone they could drink, we'll call it a grape crush, that's not made by Pepsi, it's Dr pepper, crush, crush soda, this grape flavored. that contains real grape juice. But that grape juice is added in, in the main plant, the main facility. So the main facility is under hashkacha, the same way they, people give hashkacha, hashkacha's give hashkacha on anything else, they give hashkacha on this, they have a system in place where they, have, they are verifying that all the, all the shipments of grape juice coming in are all kosher and already a uh, not a problem. The way Mountain do Kickstart, it's an energy drink, the way that's manufactured is that they allow the bottling plant to add the grape juice at the end. Now, the bottling plant, officially, when they procure the ingredients, it's still coming from corporate. It's still grape. It's still kosher grape. But you're relying on some guy in Nebraska to follow protocol versus a in the main plant in Texas, in Plano, Texas, that is taking care of. Us. Therefore, you should not consume... Uh, Mountain Dew Kickstart, unless there's a hashgacha on the can, or there's a code on the can. The chavke and the other hashgachas give hashgacha on certain bottling plants. And if there's a specific code, it says on the CRC app which uh, Mountain Dew Kickstarts are kosher. Small kick like a small yeah, a it's like an energy. energy. I think it's like a it's, it's like a seven old ounce old can. Old can. Yeah, it's like a tall can. Yeah. So depending on where it's coming from, it might it might be made with hashgacha. Depending, I think it's X or Z in the in the code. You can look on the CRC app. It says it says uh, which one is fine. But the point is that it's added at the bottling plant and not in the original manufacturer's plant. So, just to go back to refreshers, Starbucks refreshers contain white white grape juice concentrate. It's not made with hashgacha. It's treif. And interestingly, I'll add a point. Usually, when it comes to grape, when let's say grape falls and let's say a grape item, grape juice or sherry wine. Sherry's a little complicated, but wine falls into bourbon. What's the halacha? Do I need, I need 60 times against the wine or six times against the wine? Halacha is all you need is six. We pass in, this is the Ramah, we pass in six to one, makes, it makes a bottle. However, when, when it comes to concentrate, six, or six? six usually 60. say a little cream. You're drinking coffee over your cha- when you're making chalant cha- and you, whoops, a little coffee goes into the chalant. Call the rabbi, he says, "Yeah, hey, have 60 times challenge to your, to your milk, to your coffee, bottle, OK? If you were drinking an non-kosher wine, not you, someone else are drinking non-kosher wine, and it falls into a soup. A soup is, a, we'll call it, a, a, I don't want to get into the show, but it falls into a liquid, a soup. You need six times soup to one part grape. Yeah. Now, I mean, Yitzhak argues, no, if it adds flavor, that's why he's machmer on sherry casks and Canadian whiskey. If it adds flavor, it's a problem. But halach is bottle six to one. Moshe explains, based on Arashma, that the reason why grape is bottle six to one is that when you have six parts beverage against one part grape, the grape has a, has a very uh, weak taste. It's called a Tam kiyua, it's a weak taste. And that's no longer called wine. It no longer has the status of wine, and it's bottle six to one. And Rav Moshe writes, even if you planned on doing it originally, now you're not allowed to do that. It's But even if the company wants the flavor to be there, they want to make grape-flavored water. So they take seven ounces of water and one ounce of grape juice. And you, don't, and you have Bittl, six to one. Rav Moshe says you could drink it. And that's why he was making a Canadian whiskey, even sherry-castle. He'd be making on it with the same. It's a little more, sherry cask, a little more complicated. But I'm just giving, just this at, at this point, even though the manufacturer wants it, he wants it to taste like wine, doesn't make a difference. If it's six parts water to one part wine, it's bottle. Now sherry is worse, and cognac's worse because it's not just wine; it's a constant. It's a, it's a distilled product, so it's a little worse. But well, if you want, we can talk about that soon. But but um, but just essentially, that's the halacha. So one could think, hey, if I have white grape juice in the refresher, maybe it's bottle six to one. So first of all, go verify that. Second of all, came out all the place can agree that when it's a concentrate you no longer have the hatter of six parts to one the whole hetter of six parts to one is because it has a very weak taste but if I made it a concentrated taste that more well it's really, uh, it's four in the in, in, uh, four times more so it to 24 to one that's what we say, you need about 24 to one so go figure how, how you can get 24 to one when the ice melts, before the ice melts uh, you're taking a chance of eating, drinking, trafe. so even then you shouldn't do that well what are you taking chances for? So therefore, a refresher would be trafe. So people drinking refreshers, they're drinking trafe. It's a non-kosher grape juice. It's like going to the store, going and buying Welch's grape juice and drinking it. That's what it is. Even though it's from Starbucks, and we like Starbucks, but one cannot uh, drink that. Well, well, the is powder. So apply- oh, excellent question. So Rabelsky held, no. There we go by 60 to 1. There, he said there were always spices and strong flavors in the times of Chazal, and Hazal said 60 parts to 1 is bottle. But here it's a big coolant to say si- to say six to one, is a special thing to that we don't even we don't even need shisha we need six, but that's because there's a very weak taste, so now we need twenty four to one. So what, what, once they turn in powder, does, does it become uh, as a food or? It's or still it's still a food item. It'll be Bato. I'll give you an example. This comes up with medicines. There's a medicine called I don't know um, something C the co- the quaff. Co- uh, there's a quaff. Co- uh, C- coughing and other things. It's, um, <laughs> it's a powder. So if you look on the hashkochahs, they tell you this flavor is good, this flavor is not good. Halacha is that the powder is going to be bottled in the beverage. You're putting it into 20 ounces of water. You have a, a, a powder. 99% of the powder is kosher. There might be a flavor that maybe came from kalim. So there we would apply this halacha. That is batal bashishim a person needs to take it. I'm not telling you to go find tray and make a bottle of shishim, but a person needs to take it when it comes to medicine, the shachas nekel, you could be mavatul isr, for So even if it was isr, because it's a powdered form, and I'm diluting it in water, the final product will be bottle. Is there a taste in it? Like, when you have a regular milk, while So we could talk about that. That's a very good question. Very often a flavor, you taste the, the, the actual flavor in the final product. The halacha is called milsa david al It was put there to give flavor. So if it's put there to give flavor, then how can we say Bittal? So first of all, there's a question if there are a few different flavors that are making up this flavor profile, and some of them are kosher and some are not. That's a question of Zev, zev, Zeh, So combined, I taste vanilla, but maybe it's coming from seven different flavors, and only one of those flavors is non-kosher. Now it happens to be, besides for Pesach, all year round, there is not much of a concern in today's, Flavor world that could change in five years and ten years. It could always change. There's no concern really for non-kosher flavors. Very little. Anything. Again, you have you have an option of buying Dr. Pepper versus some new soda without ashgachah. Get something with ashgachah. But if you're asking me, what's the risk when it comes to flavors? When it comes to Pesach, there's more of a risk. During the year, it's it's a very it's a very a very uh, minimal risk. And Therefore, many ashkachas When it comes to medicine, I'm, I'm not telling you to go drink things. When it comes to medicine, they ignore the flavors. So there's flavors in, in Thailand. Okay, we don't care about flavors. Flavors is not really an issue. Years ago, there, it was more common for flavors to be made from some from animal, even grape. Yeah, it's so expensive. Why would they make it from grape? They could take today in a flavor house, a good chemist. He could take uh, different different. Um, different profiles from alcohol, ethyl profiles, and make any flavor you want. You can make it taste like apples. Anywhere. So in Europe, you do have an issue when it comes to Pesach that the alcohol they use might come from chametz, And even then, that alcohol is bottle. It's just a carrier of the flavor. It's not the actual flavor. So we could debate that in halacha. And, and uh, Ravad Yosef was making when it comes to Pesach flavors. I'm not telling people to buy flavored seltzer, let's say, without hashkacha for Pesach. But you should realize the risk is, is much lower than uh, what? The risk is low. You mentioned a little bit about this uh, cognac and the uh, brandy. Yeah. And once it's already evaporated, then it's already kind of losing uh, the... If When you distill a product, is it only called Zea? That it's no longer essentially the same product. It's a new product called Zaya, and we don't have to be concerned for it. We would be makele by Adira Bonon, B'Sha Serchak... The Mishabrur brings this down in Hilchus Pesach. Let's say someone forgot to sell their chametz, and their chametz consist of only distilled items. So there, now on Pesach itself, that's a question of a dereis. Someone owns chametz, bali ro' But after Pesach, it's a knas. If someone did not sell their chametz, they, they did a bad thing. They were over the isser of owning bali ro' Now the question is, can I drink this bourbon after Pesach? The Mishabrur brings down that there were those that were meko, vashas afchak, have hafsid, that since it's a distilled item, it's called zeas hametz. Maybe there's no kanaas about but we don't rely on that. Is the the the, the 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 Zea means the steam? That's yeah. literally, but it means the distillation. It's a distilled item. Now it happens to be they, very often they add water back. There's still hametz in it, but, but, but the actual that they're asking, you're right. It's, it's the, they don't have some even then, he's not makel. He just brings down that there were those that were oh, makel right. on it. So we wouldn't be makel on it. But it's, let's say people talk about drinking a buffalo trace bourbon. If, if you're drinking Buffalo Trace bourbon and it doesn't have a hashkach on it, you should know that that bourbon was owned by a Yid over Pesach. So... It's not just that one. I think. It's any... any is bu- Buffalo Trace is specifically a problem? Any, yeah, any, any company that's owned by Buffalo Trace. Yep. Sazerac. Anything that's owned by Sazerac has this problem. So what are what are we relying on? Maybe we're relying on this, that it's distilled, that maybe it's a corporation, so it's not really owned by a Jew. So Buffalo Trace is like cognac without uh, the with uh, no, uh, and it's the same thing. It's two different alochas. One alochas is Yenam, That's there, One alochas is pesach, but they're both us. Yeah. So I wouldn't drink sazerac. So because they don't sell. They, do, they sell only part of the hummus. They now they have a program. It's owned by a Jew. Yeah, yeah. It's owned by a Yid, Yeah. There was a Jew that married into the family, and he's a significant partner partner in the in the business, and it's a problem. So it doesn't sell. It doesn't sell most, most of the product is not sold. They do sell some of the hummus and they do a real Kenyan, and it's owned by a guy, that product has a CRC on it. They make a special kosher bourbon. Bottle looks good. Yeah, it's, it's a cool bottle. They sell out every year. <laughs> I don't know if they still do it, but they, they make, well, they, they've made it in the past. But that's specifically sold... And it doesn't matter that if he's a mover. There are pricing that say that. There are. There's, uh, there are five different considerations why maybe you could be made, no, no, no. I didn't say that. If somebody... It doesn't a, keep anything. In, but that, there's a halachan like the So that's the protected. So you could talk about that tree like a non Jew. Let's say you don't want to go there, but you could talk about the whole point of the Kanas. Why would Chazam make a Kness? That if you didn't sell your Chametz, it's trade. To, to make sure next year you do sell your Chametz. So what's the point of making a Kness? There are those akhoinim that say that. We do not pass them like that. Again, there are five or six different considerations. I would be Machmer, especially. Are there are other alternatives to drink. I guess, the what time. do you say? How many brands they There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, so... They're, it's like the brands. <laughs> 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 Canadian, whiskey? <laughs> Canadian, uh, Canadian... whiskey? Because it was... a Bronfen, I think, was the one... It was the Jews who Canadian found beer. the whole <laughs> empire and make an idea of mixed whatever. So, mixed yeah. drinks? Whatever you call it. Didn't Canadian it? whiskey? Why? Do, blended? 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 It's don't all, they put all blended? Bronze, it's all I don't know. If it's still owned by Jews, they have to sell the Hamas. If they don't, then it's a problem. You have family issues. Of what? Canadian whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it's probably... You have, have beto, usually. Yeah. yeah. One in six, yeah. they're not, usually not putting in too much. Okay. Uh, let's see what else we want to talk about. Moving on. There's another... Uh, it's, it's become more frequent in uh, people's uh, homes. There's, a, there's an item called cordyceps. Anybody know what cordyceps are? No. Cordyceps are mushrooms. So you would assume... Mushroom is kosher, and it's true. Mushrooms are kosher. So when you research how a cordyceps grows, so underneath the ground where the cordyceps is growing, there's a, there's a bug, there's a cricket. You have a cricket or grasshopper. Grasshopper not kosher, but uh, you have a cricket under the ground, a dead cricket. And on its back, you have this fu- this fungus growing, and uh, ab- above the ground, all you see is a mushroom. It's called a cordyceps without cricket it's not going to grow this no. is specifically how it grows no, cordyceps mushroom needs a cricket now today you can propagate it uh, what's it called uh, in, in, in labs mm-hmm. and now they make it from the original cordyceps but this is like a growing tomatoes in the cemetery what's the big problem so that's the question is it considered that it's a growth from the cricket mm-hmm. crickets are not kosher so then cordyceps are not kosher we have done that's no the mushrooms are chocolate it's yoinig ah come on broches <laughs> <laughs> okay so different, different uh, opinions there. I believe the OU holds that it's kosher. I believe, I believe. Uh, many Ashvachas are concerned that it's not considered, it's not kosher because it's coming from the, it's coming from a cricket. Now, when it's produced commercially, there are other reasons to be megal, meaning it's it's coming from a hamada. This is not the original cricket uh, growth. It's it was processed and they made it in a petri dish and then they. David says also we, we have a. Local- no, you you really that's because it has to be Yoinik right. Minaretz. The Gemara okay. okay. talks about it, it grows from the ground, it's not Yoinik Minaretz. Okay, I hear, I don't know. Maybe that's a raya, I'm not sure. Well, what, Either way. with the meat made from the cell? Uh, It'll be a very similar question. Yeah. Very similar question. Okay, yeah, so Rabbi so, so, Reis, right. the abbezan of the CRC, he Paskan, to eat it plain, where people do. Some people, I think now, <laughs> have. Yeah, it's a crazy health benefit. I don't know what the benefit <laughs> it is, but. A lot of the, uh, a lot of those, uh... The next, year will the next year it'll be done. what did you say? next year it'll be done. It's been for a couple of years. Cordyceps. You can see why. Look, look, look where it's coming from. It's interesting. <laughs> the other person can say, it's, it's, uh, it's in the Solomon and I don't see where it's coming from. Uh, Chaza, Halacha goes by what's visible. I see a mushroom. I'm a mushroom after Digging into the ground, where did this mushroom came from. Other person can say, what do you mean? <laughs> you know exactly where it's coming from. So... Rabbi Reese, the abezen of the CRC, he poskens that when it's when you're eating it plain, as is, so then, then it will be awesome. But when, you have, when it's mixed into a sports beverage, which many of the products are, so you have bitle anyways. The, again, as we said, even in a, pow- in a powdered form, you're adding it to a Gatorade. So it's a common sports drink. I personally wouldn't drink it, even mixed in the, whatever. Just, why do we need to eat things that are coming from crickets? But, okay, there, there, is, hal- there is room in halakha to be meiko. Okay, moving on not necessarily in the world of Kashrus, but, but in any a question that was asked to me recently, so many ladies want to do Afar Shashchala, especially now seeing all the videos of all the chussen that come from doing Afar Shashchala. So sometimes it's hard. It's hard to make your own dough. So there was a woman, she was buying Rhodes dough from, anybody know what Rhodes dough is? It's frozen dough. Frozen dough from Costco, from, I don't know if Costco sells it, from Cub. Okay. The has rose dough and they put it together like a challah. Looks very nice, like a nice uh, rubbish challah. He put like 15 uh, bowls of dough and they'll make a bracha. Lahafish challah and Isa and separate it and brand the challah. No, no, the lady in her house. She bought it and now she's making a bracha. She puts the dough together. So, two things I'll point out. Number one, you are getting the benefit that it's pas yisrael. That when a yid makes the bread, you you are making pas yisrael even though. Are those the, considered pas yisrael? If you, th- no, I, 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 I made. You make it a pas yisrael? Yes, yes. Rose dough is dough. No, it's no, not no, pas. It, even, it's even pizza, pizza crusts. Perhaps, perhaps even pizza crust. If you toast it, that's called finishing it <laughs> off. Yeah, like, so There's a shita you're the when you want to use tea What? You into a similar, you don't have to go there, but, but yeah, yeah yeah similar. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> if it, the, the halach is if you're mashbiach, if you if you in, if you improve the bread. In a baking, you might not improve it by putting uh, cheese on it. You improved it by make, giving it a, a better finished. I think, real. <laughs> I think that some of the pizza crust you buy have instructions on what you need to do to it. Right. To make it edible. Sometimes they're just warming it up because it doesn't yeah. taste good right. cold. If you're just warming it up, then no one's going to say that's called pasi straw. If you if you improve it, Rabelski, even making toast would be considered improving it. Not all places can agree to it. Again, pasi straw for Ashkenazim is just a chumrah. Even on et so it's only a chumrah. So we could rely on the ayvitz and Rabelski that that being mashpiyach, improving it would work. You go to a bris in Minneapolis, just to tell you, 90%, 90% of the time, the bagels that, that they have, they're not even bait. They're buying bagels in a bag. I don't know who they is. You could ask they. But there's a bag of bagels from Sam's Club, which are not Pas and they're warming it up in an oven, and it's getting a little, a little toasted, a little uh, freshened up. It gets a crunchier taste. They don't consider it pas-s-reau. When you go to a bris, they, don't, they tell you it's not pas-reau. Okay, I'm just telling you. So, this is what's being done. So, according to Rabalski, according to the, which is really the rival, this is Passus Israel because you have it's Mashbiach. If you want to, go, if you don't want to go with the hat of meshbiach, it's really it's not Passus Israel. Just saying, that's all. I Nothing mean, yeah, But rose dough even more so. Roses for sure, because that, that was. It's not, it's not edible. But on, on, when it comes to challah, why don't we say the same thing? It's, it's, it should be chayav and challah. The yid is making it. So, what does the pasuk say? Reshus. The beginning of your dough, you give to the Kayan true melashem which you end up giving to the kain it has to be your dough if the dough was made by a nachri it's not a yid's dough it's not chayv and chava why? you bought it it's already was dough it's, it's when it, the, the, the beginning of the isa had to be made by a yid it says your dough it's your dough you buy it. yeah no making the dough when you made the dough why do we all of a sudden decide that you have to make it no that's, that's not a what, what <laughs> <racist>. <laughs> Fine, you're right. I don't know how to darshim besokim you're right but that's the way that's the, way the is. That chazatah uh, has to be the Gemara says is part of from chava but that's where it's coming from. Yeah, I don't know, Darshim socket, but your though. There's nowhere else we say that That what that when it says it's your thing, you have to have created it
1: from the Is there anyone else we say that I'm sure there is. I don't know,
0: like your Lulu on circuit, you didn't go but grow it. You bought it. You can't shake it now. You didn't grow doesn't it. doesn't say your growth. But let's you'd have you'd have it in other case, unless you have a. And we have uh, or something like that where according to some Rishanim that, that uh, if a Nahri owned the field it's, it's not your it's not your grain so it's but not if you go buy it it's, it's difference if you no it's already it grain no it's already grain they cut it and now I take it right so the grain That's is good. dug on right so we're going to say it's mm-hmm. according to the Bach according to uh, some of the Rishinim, perhaps this is not called uh, it's, not, it's not a problem of Chadash because it was grown by a Nahri
1: <laughs> do
0: you have already applied? So good. Yeah, it. the chil applies when you make a dough. Applies, some people say it applies when you bake it. No, it applies when you make a dough. The only difference would be is when you have a liquid batter. If you have a liquid batter, a liquid batter, it only becomes a dough, a halachic dough, when it's baked. So if you buy a liquid batter, if you, buy, if you buy a liquid batter, and then you make pancakes or waffles. So in that case, you're right. In that case, it was never chayav and Meaning, when the nachri makes road's dough, at that point, in in the in the real world, in in the entire view, this potentially is chayav and because now it's a dough. It's an arisa. The makes it right. So at this point, should, should I give chala? No, because it's a guy. No challah. But once it was patr, it's patr forever. It's like, it's, it's over. But in the pancake mix, the pancake mix is not a chayyam It's a pancake mix. It's a liquid batter. It's not a chayyam When I now make it into a dough or into a sponge cake, again, it has to be a very large sponge cake with a lot of flour in it, at that point, it's a You take a piece after you bake it. It's interesting. So don't make the bracha on road dough if you're doing a fresh chayyam, but you do gain the benefit that it's pas yisrael. Like pas yisrael, is at the same level as b'shel yisrael? As far as... So bishul a little more, a little more machmer because bishul we that's a halacha. That's not a chumrah. That's not a minhag. That's a halacha, and therefore there are many more chumras by bishul yisrael to be mashbiyach to just improve it. No, the, uh, dough, it that, uh, so if the oven was cooked was started by yid uh, that for Ashkenazim that that's bishul yisrael. Yeah, no, no. same thing. Everyone, even the machaber agrees by pass. That works. Okay, fine. Um, what else should we talk about? Anyone have any questions? Yeah, I mean, What about no. this? This new one used up the, the um, Lab-grown meat? Yeah. So, I mean, they it's getting, forget, it's getting So there are, there are different questions. There's a question of kashras. There's a question of flashings. When it comes to kashras, so... And so they're just like, we're not giving it. Are they now giving ashkocha? I don't know. What is it? They don't throw the business for Lab-grown <laughs> meat. Or chicken. Yeah. Wow. So there's two questions, it's a question of, of, of being kosher. If it comes from a non-kosher animal, meaning does the original, I don't know how these things work, you could ask your, your local scientist, but does the original cell that's being used, does it have to be from a kosher animal? Or do we say that, no, since it's so far removed from the original source, so then we don't care what it came from. It could have come from a trafe animal. So I'll, just to keep it simple. Most places can say, no, it has to come from a kosher animal. So as long as the original, the company that's making it, the original cell that they put in that Petri dish, the original cell is from a kosher slaughtered animal, we're good to go forever. And there's another question. Is this considered phleyshiks or is it considered parv? In that case, I believe the Rabbanot is going to take a, an opinion, a side that's considered parv. First of all, in general, uh, for most of the questions that people ask when it comes to parv versus phleyshiks, usually dealing with the Rabbanons, it could be not. If you're cooking it with cheese, that would be a question of the rice. To wait six hours, right? Chicken would be much more makele. But in general, when it comes to, I'll give you an example. When it comes to gelatin. So although Rav Moshe, many places can tell that gelatin coming from non-kosher animals is traif, it's non-kosher, but gelatin coming from a kosher cow, Rav Moshe held as parv. So there, there, are, there is on the market, there is kosher gelatin with the OU on it, bovine gelatin, it's just parv. Of gelatin, in my shell is parv. Because in order to make something parv, you have a lower standard. In order to, to retain its b- basari, flayshiks, at some point, it doesn't have the f- Tom Busser anymore. It doesn't have the original taste. And it's not flayshiks anymore. So but, the, the, the Shulchanor talks about bones the and different things. Actually has of meat or chicken. From the original cell. But I'll just give you an example. That, that you see that I'm in order to, to, genetics, loo- yeah. Yeah, to lose the taste of meat, uh, basari, is a much lower standard and it's much easier to become parv versus to say something treif now became kosher. You're nishtan and lehetor. And Therefore, that's why, the way I think it's going to break down. I think most of the pricing are going to still be machbar and call a fleish. They have of to hell that is fleish. But the rabbinate's going to say it's parv, I believe. But when it comes to taking it from a non-kosher gene, non-kosher uh, cell, I don't think that's going to ever get ashgacha. But that's, the, uh, that's that. It's not, not that hard to start it off with one kosher animal. Right, we have a big company in China that makes uh yeah, it's true. I don't know. What about the, 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 the collagen? What do you mm-hmm. come from collagen? It? collagen, the same collagen. thing as gelatin, it's just a different uh, way of producing it, the same thing. Collagen needs ashkaha. Same same question. No, is, is one with I don't know if it's not it's a like no, it? good No, No, they just say that it doesn't need ashkacha. Oh, like no, it's trade. Don't right. eat it. Not kosher. The, our place in the hell, if you make it a certain way, it would be kosher. That's mach like I would say, Yisrael as a whole, or as 90% of Yisrael does not accept that sheet but even that sheet has to be done properly. Has to, you have to make sure there's no meat left on it. I'll give you an example. They, if, there was a company that was doing it in, um, in Minnesota years ago, and they were taking skins off of cows to make kosher gelatin. So, again, yeah, Arbelsky used to always tell us if you have if you have a glat kosher, and hashkacha, it's much easier to give hashkacha on that than to give hashkacha on what we we'll call a triangle K. Why? You need a better mashkiach to make sure he's deciding if it's tray for kosher versus deciding if it's glat or not glatt, and we'll, you know, we'll send it to, to tray, because when you, when you give hashkacha on gelatin, so every single hide has to be cleaned totally that there's no meat left on it, right? The company doesn't care what there's a little meat, okay. It's getting processed anyways. But you're telling me that the skin of a cow is not a problem if it's, if it's processed a certain way. And I have to make sure there's no meat on it. So you need tamidi, a good mashkiach, not the okay, kid we visit once every five years. It, it, it's totally um, you have the wrong people giving ashkacha on these complicated things. So if the you, would give ashkacha on it and say, this is only good a to tear, a b'chaim not like a v'iron cutler. OK, so one could say, at least I'm going with a b'chaim an old Shiloh from 100 years ago. And I have what to rely on. If I have on that, but today the gelatin's not being made like that. It's not being made in a way that even Rabavati himself would hold this kosher. Maybe he would hold this kosher, but but the way uh, the way uh, it's being produced. So what do they do? How do they make oh. Gelatin. Kosher the, gelatin? What's the original product? Yeah? Kosher gelatin depends. There's different types. There's there's agar agar, which is which is coming from vegetables, plants, that's kosher. There's fish gelatin, also needs a good ashkach on it, because to make sure there's no uh, make sure the fish have seen proper simanim and Yeah. <laughs> And then there's uh, OU makes a, they have a special run for kosher gelatin. They use cows from somewhere in Solomon's or from Ali. I don't know. Which is the gelatin? Okay. Any other questions? So maybe I discuss one more, just relevant for those that are traveling. Perhaps there's a question if if you buy a Kaylee uh, and and it's uh, there's a concern it's going to get. Ruined by titling it doesn't require tefillah. Tvila skelim. So it comes that people go on trips and instead of schlepping food, they want to just they'll buy a what's it called a um Betty Crocker, <inaudible> Betty Crocker, George Foreman, uh, sandwich maker, doesn't require hashkaha. So a few things number one, if you buy a toaster, uh, a regular yeah. sorry, doesn't require tefillah. regular bread toaster, a pop up toaster. Moshe in held, this is a Pishmua, that he held that does not require its fila because it doesn't do anything. All you're doing is toasting bread, that's not called doing anything. And that's not called a Rabbi Moshe was mako And a toaster. Oh, make oh, make the whole pasta show thing? I hear, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> interesting. Doesn't do anything. I don't know. So very good. So a pop-up toaster. Many Pais rely on this, Simcha uh, and Vinam Forst, Shlita, they both bring it down. There's Svarim in the footnotes that, that there's what to rely on, on that. What about an electric uh, urn or an electric um, soup, soup maker, anything like that? So, really, it should require to be less Kalen. Why would it be different than any other Kalen? Same I mean, way a pot needs to be titled, a George Former girl should be titled. However, there are two. two uh, Points of concern. Number one, if, if, uh, if the, uh, the equipment has a computer chip or a computer processor, that if it's going to be submerged in water, it will get ruined. So perhaps we could re- we could uh, apply the following halacha. Halacha is: Let's say you have shudfim, you have a non-Jew and a Jew own a keli. The halacha is you don't have to title it. Let's say you open a restaurant and you have a two percent owner of the restaurant as a non-Jew, a real real ten percent, two percent. No, for this, even 1%. Even 0.01, as long as it's a real percentage. is you don't have to title your kelim. Why? So the shach says, because the base mayor's understanding of the shach, that if you're never going to get rid of the guy's ownership, the nachri owns this. So if the nachri owns it, the at is that you title it from the reshus of a nachri, the non-Jew ownership gives some type of tuma, and when I title it, I get rid of the tuma. <laughs> it's never going to work. You title it a thousand times, it's never going to work. And therefore, there's no point in teivaling it. Now, others argue, the base mayor, so, so don't teival don't it, don't, don't use it, because you can never teival it. But the shach clearly holds it's not a problem. So that means, and this is the Pesach of many paiskin, that if you can't teival it, if it's not going to work, and you're able to use it afterwards, then there's no halacha, there's no requirement to teival it. Tfilas kelim is a mitzvah der perhaps, an assay. So if I can't do it, i And therefore, if it's going to break, you can't tivel it and you actually fun- you functionally use it. You're part of it from doing it. So that would that would apply to anything that has a computer chip, where we know it's going to break by being submerged in the water. The complicated part is when you have an item that does not have a computer chip. It's an urn. It's a Betty Crocker, and it, it could very well survive being tivial in the mikvah. In fact, many people do it. Many people title it, and it works wait maybe 72 hours and i don't know, put rice in it and get the water out so yeah definitely wait 72 hours or so before plugging it back in but there's a sock yeah you want to dry out yeah, because if, 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 the dry wa- up. if the water if the water if the water is going to be in there it's going to short circuit to and say, it's okay, going, is the brain going to- yeah, it's gonna show yeah, okay. you you wanna t- you wanna you could you could do surgery on damage not new, you, you could damage a thing. so you, you don't want, do. want to break the belly crackle. Right, the belly cracker. So many many policy were wondering over the over the past few decades of, of these shilas coming up, Rabonim have noticed that sometimes people title urns and the like and everything's fine. Nothing happens. And yet there are people I know people like this. Every time you title something, it's it's always broken. So either they're not waiting long enough or Alternatively. <laughs> that could be. Or too deep. You don't have to go all the way ten feet deep. You could just Okay. You only towel in the Kayla McFarland. You don't well have I like saw a know towel right? by the uh by the Okay. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Everything has to go. On. Okay, maybe you don't have to put the plug-in, we can talk about that a different time. The um the the other option, other reason perhaps, maybe this is a big kula, this is what the Rabbi the, the and many Paiskim at the CRC hold. Not everyone agrees to this, I'm just pointing this out here, and if you hear this from coming from me, this is where it's coming from. That if someone plugged it in before they titled it, then the way the electricity is is, is functioning in that Kaylee, it will break. It will break it, or much more likely to break. Versus if it was never plugged in at all, so you never. Started. I don't know what this means. But you never started the the, the currents and everything else. Do they not test these machines? So if it was tested, they don't test all of them. They test yeah, they they batch you test. You oh, so but you're not sure which one. Right. So, so if they tested it or somebody in your house plugged it and it was returned, then it's going to break. And therefore, one second, here's the kicker. So therefore, the CRC does and holds, but a person does not have to take this chance because it might break. Since it might break, I don't know going into it that I could it and use it and I can rely on the shach, and therefore that is the psaq of the CRC Bezin. I would add the R scheme that holds, this wouldn't apply to urns, but it would apply to many items that need to be plugged in, that right now it only functions when it's plugged in, so maybe that's called mechubra l'karka, it's not, it doesn't have a status of the keli, that's another, perhaps, another reason perhaps, and therefore if you're getting a psaq, that you don't have to title it, it's coming from this, that perhaps it's going to break, because I don't know for sure that it's going to survive the mikveh, and therefore I don't have, I don't have to take a chance. In I don't have to be a Bucky. And how this? I know how to, to begin with it. So. Kobe also, I don't know how to chip. I don't know how to that. So that's the uh, that's the rationale for that sock. If you can wait seventy two hours and you're going to dry it and you're not going to have harat afterwards, I will tell you to title it. But if you're one of those people that are, you know you're looking for heter, this, this is what this is what uh, there's what to rely on. Okay, shkoyach